You're not even listening. Damn, we're, we're just going to roll with it and see what happens. It's worked for us for like eight, <laughs> nine episodes. This is, this is episode eight, man. And it's worked for us. <coughs> Chili. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Running Beer and BSA Podcast, where we discuss those things and more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And welcome to episode eight. Today, we're going to talk about nutrition, because we're not trained nutritionists, and you should listen to what we say. Yum. <laughs> we're not going back to that. <laughs> I had to cut that out of that podcast. We're not going back to that one. No one even knows. That's all right. And, and they'll never know. They will never they know. They will never know. You'll never know. Secrets. Yum. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to talk about nutrition, kind of our tips and tricks, and, and kind of what we do to get through races and stuff like that. As always, we're going to start with a delicious beverage. Speaking of nutrition, what dehydrates us? Yes. What? Uh, so tonight we are getting dehydrated by, and someone out there, if you've already seen, well, when you see the picture, or you know, post haste, you can get in touch with us and let us know how bad I just mangled the name of this brewery. I am going to go on a limb and say it's Unta, and it's U-I-N-T-A, Brewing. Um, Where are they at? They are. I don't have the bottle with me. Do you have yeah, my bottle? I. Oh, it's over here. I got it. You do have your bottle. This is the second time you've claimed you don't have something and you've had it. <laughs> um, I was sitting on the bottle opener before. They are out of uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Utah. Come for the vacation. Leave on probation. <laughs> What a god awful state! Uh, <laughs> I had someone tell me that uh, I met. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I had someone. Uh, they were clearly from Utah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's beautiful. We got great trails, and it's so really good running." And da 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 da. And they say, "But just be, you know, be forewarned. The state motto is come for the vacation, leave on probation." I'm like, "Golly, I, I was just like, what a shithole." Oh right. Um, but anyhow. <laughs> Yes. If you're listening in Utah, thanks for joining (laughs) the podcast. So it is a Salt Lake City, Utah brewery, uh, but it is Unta uh, Brewing, and I am guessing the name of the beer is Dubby? 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 Dubby sounds... I feel like... That would make sense. Yes, I think it is. I'm going to quit stuttering and stammering. But here's how... Here's so... Like here's how I came across this beer and why I chose this beer today. I was walking around the uh, aisles of our Kroger, which you know has stepped up their beer selection a little bit here in the, the last one right here in yeah yeah just down the street over on Halk. Uh, they've stepped up their beer selection fairly decent the last couple of years, and um, just kind of figure out what I wanted to get for tonight. And I kid you not, I was looking for a couple of things initially. I wanted something that has a little bit higher alcohol. So this is coming in at 9.2% uh, alcohol. Oh, I'm sorry, 9.3% alcohol. So I wanted something a little heavier. Um, but I, outside of that, I was just looking for you know something. I, and I did, I will admit, I did kind of want to stay away from like true IPAs, just straight IPAs. Well, because you're like, I don't like IPAs, right, but every week right. we have so, an IPA. So someone actually called me out and I was like, you keep talking about it, but you drink a shit ton of IPA. So I'm like, that's it. No more IPAs for yeah, a minute. I'll show you listener. Yeah. Yeah. What do you know? So, um, so 
I saw on the label of this brewery or their packaging that this beer is brewed using only solar power and wind power. And I thought, well, that just fits right up my hippie alley. So <laughs> I was like, that's why we're getting that one. And then I didn't even notice this until I got down to down to Jonathan's house. That it's uh, at the very bottom of the label. It says, ale brewed with hemp seed. And I thought, man. You know. I think I, found a, I think I found a new favorite brewery. This is it was pretty cool because I'm reading through the bottle and they have like forget the map pa- pa- pack the ununta. What are we calling it? How are we saying I it? Think, I think I think it is unta. Unta. So forget the map pack the unta, and then I think this is their slogan because it's on the bottom of their caps yeah, too. Yeah. Where it says goes well with anywhere. Yeah, and I like that is. I mean, I got. Yeah. I, I find that rather clever because you, you do like see it immediately made me think like within the last week. We were drinking somewhere, and it, they had, like every beer pairs well with this, and he'd like label off a couple things. I just think it's really clever. These guys are like, yeah. goes well anywhere, goes well with anywhere. Yeah. It's a nice little play on the the whole goes very, well with anything. Very clever, Uta. So that's what we're drinking tonight. It's a uh, it is a black IPA. So I half gave in my mind. <laughs> But it's a black IPA, and here's why. It's an imperial black IPA, too, by the way, being at 9.3. But here's why I do like black IPAs, because you get the best of both worlds, and you get the best part of both worlds. You yeah, get for the, sure. You get the maltiness uh, that you would get with, like, a stout or, like, something like that, you know, or, like, even, you know, uh, porters and reds and da 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 but you also get that little bit of hoppiness, and you know, I, I don't know. I feel like they really play well with each. I I love a good black IPA. Yeah, they so. they can be horrible if they're done right. They're really good. Yes, but I have had a few that are not so much, and you're just like, well, that wasn't what I wanted. Yeah. Thank you for screwing that up. Do you like this one? <laughs> it is very good. Yeah, it's very very. Uh, it's not too hoppy. Every once in a while, you'll get a, a black IPA that has a, it's not balanced well with the hops. Like, I don't yeah. feel, you know, this one, you get a little on your tongue, but nothing like on the back end, you don't get the like straight bitter thing and on the nose. It doesn't have too much to me. That's, I was just trying as the, the nose of it is way more of a, like a stout than yeah. it is anything like, I mean, uh, that multi description you said that, that, yeah. that probably fits it much better. Actually, uh, it's kind of weird. Like if it was not labeled as a, if it wasn't labeled as a black IPA and someone gave it to me, I would have just called it a stout. I don't know if I would have been able yeah. to even pick up the the IPA aspects of it. Yeah, it's not. A, it's definitely not as heavy as a stout would feel. It's not as heavy as it feel in your mouth. <laughs> oh, it's that kind of. Oh, it's that kind of. John came to the house and we were finishing up uh, cleaning up dinner and stuff like that and drinking out of my cup and I'm like, oh yeah, this is the uh, tequila that I had with dinner. So, could be interesting. <laughs> it's it's gonna be thank thank goodness John got the Imperial Black yeah. IPA because you know nothing goes better with tequila than nine point three percent beer. <laughs> yeah, just just more alcohol. Just add this right on in here. Yeah, so that's that's what we're drinking. Um, what what's going on? How was your uh, how was your week? I saw on the social medias John was posting a little bit about his running that he did this weekend. How how much did you run? Because I didn't run with you at all this weekend. But I, every time I saw you, I'm like I kept seeing double digit numbers. This dumb bastard's running again. Yeah. So like this weekend, I I knew I knew I was gonna go to Mohican and run with Dave Wells, aka the Man of Luck. 
So oh, yeah. those of you who don't know Dave Wells, this dude. Have him sign up for any race. It's a lottery. If you want to win something, Dave Wells has to sign you in. You will get in. You will win. Dave Wells not only got his name drawn for Georgia Death Race. He also first year. First year. He also got drawn for Western States. First year. First year. So he has gotten everything he's asked for. He's like a spoiled kid. This is where it gets crazy. <laughs> His beautiful wife wanted to get into New York Marathon. She jokingly has him sign the uh, the entry for it. Yeah, he, fill, he fills out he the fills entry. Out the entry. I'm going to give you one guess to guess what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, got, she got in. Yeah, Catherine will be running so, yeah. New York City Marathon. Oh, Kate Wells will be out running the NYC. So, yeah, the dude is like crazy lucky. So getting into GDR and getting to Western States, he has been running his ass off. He, by the way, ran with him Saturday. He is phenomenal shape. He is just crushing it. He is just, I mean, effortless running. Look, I mean, he's going to do great. But um, so, anywho, I knew I was going to run some miles with him Saturday up at Mohican. He was doing a 50-mile training run up there. And I'm like, well, I'll tell you what. I'll come up with you, and I'll run a portion of one of the two loops. He's basically going to do the long loop, the short loop, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I'll run a portion of one of them with you. Um, You know, what time are you planning on starting the second loop? He told me the time he started playing the second loop. I'm like, that would be... That'd be cool. Like maybe I'll do a short loop. Maybe, you know, you have to. You know, my idea was, but by the time you got to the second loop, he'd be tired. Right. So you'd and, have a nice little easy, and I'd be able to keep up with him because I'm out of shape and he's in shape, but he'll be tired. I'm like right. this would be great. So that's where I was getting it. I thought I might be able to do a short loop. I found out what time he was starting the first loop, which, just in case there's park rangers listening we won't discuss <laughs> and i was like i really don't want him running then by himself even fresh leg because just what if you know what i mean like yeah that is just that's like, that's a that's a lot of wilderness just yeah, to yeah be lost yeah or like, well lo- or like or injured and didn't know where to yeah, go yeah right you know and then you know with the, with the the environment you know the surroundings right so i'm like shit i'm like all right well listen dude i'm going to come up and run the first loop with you and and get that you know that way i know that you're safe and you know just you'll be in good you know then i'll you know you'll go with the second runner and we know you'll be golden so we get up at stupid early i mean stupid early saturday morning I ended up getting in 19 with him that day because we did the, like I said, we did the long loop. And when we dumped out of the covered bridge, I was smoked. I mean, I was just all kinds of wore out and he still looked like daisies. So I'm like, <laughs> listen, bro, like you go ahead and go up Hickory Ridge. I'm going to scurry down the river. I'm going to go down Hemlock, uh, Hemlock trail. When I get down to Hemlock, I'm going to touch base with Kate. I'm going to touch base with Amy Love, who is coming up to run the second loop with him. And then you let them know kind of where you're at and what kind of patient you're on. at. Here is how bad I was holding Dave back, evidently. When we got to Cover Bridge, we had been running for... We had been running for five? No. We've been running for a minute. Mm-hmm. And we had done the math, and he would have had to go from Cover Bridge up over Hickory and down in less than two and a half hours. So we were looking at about 10 miles. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, you know, 
you cover 10 miles in two and a half? Like right now? He's like, oh, I, th- I think so. We did the math. He's like, yeah, yeah I think so. I'm thinking you did like, the math. That's always the worst and, thing to right? do. Right. And I'm like, uh, I, I, I know I can't. So I leave. I go down to Hemlock. I get down there. I text everybody. Let them know what's going on. I get a text from Amy Love. He ended up rolling into meet her 40 minutes, or I'm sorry, 20 minutes early. Like he managed to like regain. Make up time. The, all the time we lost, plus make up time from his original schedule because he was in getting ridiculous. Like, so he, so moral of the story, he is running phenomenal right now. Um, but so I did nineteen with him that day, and then immediately came home and passed out and slept forever. Uh, today slept forever. Ever. Today the whole plan was to get up and run with our kind of like our typical Saturday Sunday running crew that we often run with, and. Uh, they were looking to do 14 a day, which is a little bit more than they've been doing. Like they've been doing like 10. Right. I think, I think like one they've been sitting to like 10, 12. Yeah. 12 it, was definitely the, 12 was the max. So today 14, I'm like, Oh, okay. 14. I was a little worried. I even shot him a text like, Hey, listen, I did 19 brutal miles. Like whoop my ass yesterday. I'm going to keep up as long as I can. If you guys drop me, you drop me. Did 14 with them. Felt really, really good. I got home, and I, I knew this was coming, so it wasn't a huge surprise. I got home. I knew that my wife and my daughter wanted to do a training run also on some trails. So I kind of had a number in mind I thought they might be keeping at, like maybe six tops. Nope. The wife wanted to get 10 in. Ooh. So I'm like, oh, this is going to suck. So we did 10 miles at the lower section of DSP, like the damn wall. How's the water over there? Uh, high, super deep. So, <laughs> uh, we did, like I said, we did the lower dam area. So we just basically started a parking lot, went straight out the levee wall. And then like, if you guys have ran possum, you know, you go straight out the levee wall, you get that little road that kind of like makes the hard, like left back. Yeah. We went back it, uh, maybe like 200 feet down that road. The water was. Just over the road. Over the road. And it's crazy because I've never even seen standing water on the side of the road in that area. Now, usually you have like a decent amount on each side. Right. But not even close to the right. road. This was over the road. And like we're sitting there contemplating going through it. Like how deep do you think it is? We watched the truck go through and it was, it was, you know, not, it was, it was to the, it was over to the, it was to the wheels of the, you know, it was over the tires to the wheels of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is going to suck. I got into the water and it came up to, Low shin to mid shin on me, so so my daughter and my wife are drowning. Like, yeah, so I'm like, this is deep. So we went through that, and then you know you go down that road and you make it right back to like where the aid station is. Right, right. Could not get to the aid station because like again, like maybe a few hundred feet down that road, the water was flooded from the lake up and over the road and into the trees. That's crazy. Here's what's nuts. That was so deep you couldn't even see the bottom. It was like deep there's like it had like washed like there's like dead fish amongst the like the tree debris and bark and like it like washed fish up onto it um so we couldn't even make it back that that's how deep that was uh so we did like some looping around ran out the damn wall like right. up north and but by the time we all said then we got 10 in there so for the weekend i is that 43 so 19 yeah 43 so i got 43 miles in on the weekend <laughs> um so we're recording a little earlier tonight than we normally do tonight because i'm going home and going to bed <laughs> and I, so, I need sleepy seep yeah so um 
what'd you, uh, what kind of runs you get in post 50 K? How are you feeling after it? I'm feeling actually pretty good. I, I ran. So what we recorded Monday, right? Yeah. We recorded late Monday. Cause it, you had to like edit and everything. Yeah. I right? had to edit like super quick. Yeah. Um, I felt really good. Um, been trying to keep the miles. I think I had like midweek miles, like six or seven miles or five or six miles. Or How something many days like you that. run this week? Uh, every day except Friday. So why would you run every day except for one on a post 50 K week? Well, because I'm training for the 50 K was a training run. What are you training for? <clears throat> I've got the back to back in a couple weeks. Wait, where? Uh, in Kansas and Oklahoma. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, we can, we can preface it now cause I was going to talk about it more when it actually is closer, but I'm doing a, um, a 50 K I'm doing the uh, Prairie spirit trail 50 K in Ottawa, Kansas, um, on a Saturday. And then I'm doing the, uh, I think it's called like the A to A marathon in like Aramore, Aramore, Oklahoma, or it's like, four, uh, it's like an hour North of Dallas. Beautiful Aramo, Oklahoma. <laughs> the only thing that makes that spirit one like legit is I feel like they should make you do a sweat session on peyote before it starts. <laughs> Go find your spirit. Animal. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, what's, what's, uh, what's God damn it. What's like the newer, uh, the newer Western movie where they do the peyote and he's up there like yelling about the chickens. God damn. Cock-a-doodle-doo. It has like, it's like no idea what you're talking about. Oh my it. God. Well, it's cause you're a millennial. God, what is that? <laughs> Oh, my wife, my wife is listening to this podcast right now on like two, like on like she's Wednesday yelling Thursday. At she's it. like yelling. Cause, oh. She was telling me that at Zapti. So at the, we, we had the hangry event on Thursday, which went really well. So thanks for everyone that, that showed up there that, that listens and stuff like that. But I was talking to Jen a little bit about it. She's like, I listen to the humor because you guys will say some stuff and you're like, she's like, that's wrong. That's not right. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you guys didn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure we're a hundred percent truthful yeah. in what we think happened. Well, so there it is. There, there, there's turns out there's a huge difference between reality and perception. Um, so, uh, uh, being a nerd and cal- counting my calories because, um, uh, speaking of Dave Wells doing the uh, Western States, I I've been invited out to help pace him. Oh, yeah. Oddly enough, I was going to pace him. He's allowed to pick up his pacer at like mile sixty two, the hundred k mark. Yeah. And initially, I told him, like, oh, yeah, bro, I, I should be able to pace you for the rest of the 40. I now realize, after running with him Saturday, that, uh, fuck that. You're not like, going to be able to keep uh, up with him. Yeah, like, I I got 20. Like, <laughs> but I, it also made me realize, like, I got to seriously start watching my calories and dropping some LBs. So I just took the uh, my fitness pal and checked the calories on, on that beer. Yeah. So here's what an Imperial Black IPA will get you calorie-wise for 12 ounces. Two seventy six. Ooh, God! You want some Girl Scout cookies too? God, dude, that is nuts. <laughs> Two seventy six. That's that's a uh, that's a little heavy. That's a that's that's some extra miles you got to go in yeah, and get in you're there. Like, mm, well, uh, I guess that's uh, that's what's happening. So yeah, two seventy six. Um, I'm trying to look up at my runs to see when I actually. Because I know there was one day I didn't run this week, but now I can't remember when it was. Running activities. The fourth was today, right? Third, yes, second, second. Fourth. Wednesday was Wednesday the first. Wednesday, no, Thursday was the first because that was the hangry event. That was the day you didn't run. Thursday was the first. Thursday I did not run. Yeah, yeah. Thursday I took off because I ran Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Took off Thursday. Yeah, and then did 
that. So I've been doing like, cause on Friday I did my run to the gym. So like I do, it's two miles to the gym. Yeah. So I'll run to the gym, work out and then run back. Are you running straight down 37 or are you like doubling back through the neighborhood? Yeah, straight down 37 right now. Ballsy. It, well, it, it's <laughs> not well, it, going there. It's not an issue at all because it's early. At, like, I'm, I'm leaving yeah. here at five, but on the way back, yeah, it, it's, yeah, it's, cause it's iffy. You know, so not only is it quote unquote rush hour for Delaware, but it's like, it, like it's like people are clearly not happy because they're going to work. Yeah. Right? They're like, going to work and they're just riding that white line. Yeah. They're like, there shouldn't be a runner here. And I've got like a flashing vest on. Speaking of where runners should be and where cars should not be. Today, when we did our run out at DSP, we're going up the hill to like that graded area. You know what I'm saying? That grade that goes over the actual yeah, dam. Yeah. We are at the very bottom of this. And like this, like, well, we're, we're close to the bottom. I guess we're, because as my wife listeners, we are at the last parking spot initially leading to that. So, okay. okay. Let's call it 100 feet from that little ramp up. And this fucking Porsche Cayenne goes, I mean, quote unquote, flying by us. But I, I mean, my perception is she had to been doing 20 miles per hour. Flies right up and up the ramp. And I'm like, where is this fucking idiot going? There's a ranger at the top of the ramp, like waving, trying to get them to stop. She makes it uh, to the flat section, and like her and the ranger are talking about something. I don't know what they're talking about, but for some goddamn reason, evidently the ranger, she, I, I don't know if she convinces the ranger she can't confidently back back down or because God knows a Porsche Cayenne probably doesn't have a rear view you know, right. camera or whatever. But There's no way that $80,000 right, car right. doesn't have a camera on 80, the back. 80000 base, yeah. yeah. Um, so like, so somehow, somehow, this ranger allows her to drive over the grate. And like, she's taking pictures of how flooded the lake is. I was like, what the, f- like, who does that? Like, who thinks? And there's literally a sign right there, authorized vehicles only. Evidently. Apparently yeah. that's authorized uh, apparently. enough. So she drives it. So she goes down. She knew somebody. Right. So she, she goes, she takes pictures. And by this point, we're up now. We're, we're, we've started the run. And we're on the, uh, we're on kind of the graded area, like where the grate is. Mm-hmm. And she, I'm watching her go down to like where that, the, the garage is for the yeah. you know equipment. She goes down, makes a UE, comes up. She, we make eye contact. <laughs> she sees me, my wife, and my daughter. On, does this stop her? Nope. Nope. She pulls right up. We are now facing each other like 20 feet. Does she stop and wait for us to go by? Nope. Nope. She starts driving and it's like not creeping at us. She's like driving at it. I'm like, what in the fuck? It's like, like, what are you doing, what lady? A, what a dipshit. There's oh. your there's your weekly rant oh, about shitty drivers and runners. There's I mean, we could I, we really should do a full oh, episode on that. That's an episode. That is. An it's episode. almost like a. We will do the episode and we'll tell you all of the runners to send it to your non-running friends. It is kind of funny because um, uh, on my personal Twitter, uh, I noticed one of the Buckeye, um, High State Buckeye bloggers asked a question about why do runners run on the road sometimes and not the sidewalks? And I will admit, I'm not a huge advocate of that. I know you're not. You yell at um, me every single time I do it. And it's hilarious because the other guys who run with us a lot, it almost exclusively do yeah, it middle of the road, middle of the road. So I, but I will say there is times where it's, it's literally safer. Yeah. It's just safer to sometimes run on the side of the road. Um, you know, going into traffic as it is on the sidewalk. Cause I, I, I'm a firm believer when people are backing their cars out of the driveways, they never, ever, ever check the sidewalk, but they'll always check the road. Yep. You know what I mean? So I've almost, I don't know how many times I've almost been hit on the sidewalk 
and I I can count on one hand, truthfully, how many times I've been, you know, come close to getting hit on the road. But the sidewalk is off the charts. Like, it's insane. Not to mention the people who are, like, at intersections, they, you know, fuck that crossbar. They're pointing right out. Oh, yeah. That stop bar, they're pointing right out into their, their crosswalk. Back ti- their back tires yeah, are on yeah. that bar. That, but that is, that's a whole yeah. other podcast. That's right? a whole, we're definitely, we write, that, write that down in the notes, and we'll have to come back to that. Stay focused on yeah. the Focus nutrition. on our nutrition. But we still have one more thing to talk oh, about that we kind of talked about. Oh, but so, wait. Little Chad had Little we, Chad back we had brought him up uh, early in the podcast. We had brought him up because he was saying he didn't even know he had a podcast. John was you know talking to people about it. He's like, you guys have a podcast? And we just give him crap. He's like, I'm not a podcast guy. So we wanted him to, to listen to it. And he's on vacation uh, now. I don't Way know. Way down South Florida. I don't, um, yeah, he's at Marco Island, I think is what it was. Yeah. We'll just, I mean, we'll just say this is what he's doing. And I don't really care. He he lives. He at lives. At <laughs> <laughs> so that's exactly what's going This is the code to his garage. No, uh, but he was saying he's like finally got to listen to your podcast, and then like dot dot dot, and I'm just like, okay, like you don't you don't write that one, not cool. Right, right. right. Yeah, just dot, just dot, landed dot. in that. Or no, where was it at? Da, 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 da. Finally got opportunity to download and listen to podcasts for plane ride. Dot dot dot, and then he went on a plane ride. <laughs> so nothing for out like an hour and a half. Cause he, he stopped in Nashville. Then he called me and asked for calling him out for a sub four hour. And then he's like, Hey, can you, you want some constructive criticism? And I'm like, you can <laughs> give it to me. I'm probably not going to listen to it. And but it's probably not going to be constructive. For no, it's definitely it's not. Straight, it's, it's just straight insult. It's straight insult. Like troll. And I'm like, yeah, sure. I was like, always is what I actually said. So he doesn't call me out and not saying the truth. And, oh, cause you and this is getting ready to screenshot. right. Quote unquote of what he said. I feel like you sound like a cheesy strip club <laughs> DJ a lot. <laughs> Dial it back. And I'm like, so what is that? What is that? Uh, to full, the full disclosure, never been to a strip club, so I don't know what a cheesy strip club DJ sounds what like. What I love is the fact that he lightweight just snitched himself out to his beautiful wife, Erin. Yeah, exactly. That he's so verse. <laughs> yeah. he's he knows so, all of them. <laughs> yes. He's like, well, I mean, if you go to a club platinum. Yeah. Frank, who works the stage, uh, Mike doesn't sound anything like that. But you go and listen to him. Ladies Billy. and gentlemen, now yeah. coming to the stage. Yeah. I just know what you hear in movies. I don't know if it's a right. <laughs> it's just so funny how he. And the other, the other like observation I had about that is it took him going into an airport and flying on a, a, a jet to finally listen to the podcast. Like has, yeah. that's how isolated and like with uh, without any other resort he had to be. <laughs> Like, all, all, he's like, I literally have nothing else to do. I have like, to put my phone on airplane mode. Yeah, <laughs> you know his cheap ass wasn't paying for Wi-Fi he on the flight. And he doesn't have. He, he probably hasn't figured out Apple Music how to download <laughs> stuff. So it's like all still like fucked up in the cloud and stuff like that. So. You think he pays for Apple Music? God no, hell no. And if he does, Aaron's beating his ass when he finds <laughs> out. So, um, but it's hilarious because. It's so funny because Chad is Chad. I, I do. I really love me some Chad Baxendale because here's the funny thing he sent to me. He uh, he's like, why did you why did you unfollow me on all social medias? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I never see any of your posts anymore. I'm like, uh, bro, that would mean that you unfollowed me. Oh. Like, like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, now the truth really comes out, bro. I'm like, yeah, I don't see anything you post anymore. That's weird. <laughs> I was like, it's like, why when I look at your name, it says add friend. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And he's like, uh, he's like, I never see your post. I'm like, uh, yeah. 
And he clearly has no clue. It's so funny because he quickly jumped to the, oh, and episode two. Like, so now he's just like spinning yeah. pivot move, yeah. like classic pivot move. And that's when he starts talking fake about, uh, yeah, that hashtag fake news. That's when he starts talking facts. about, uh, that's when he starts talking about, um, like, like the podcast and stuff like that. What did he tell you? He thought of it. Uh, let's see. Or on did episode he? Two. We're reading text messages because we don't want to yeah. be called out yeah, that Chad's cause, like. Because if you get something wrong, Chad is hanging on every oh, word. Yeah. Um, let's see. So he got mad at me because I stopped responding to one of his texts one time, like eight o'clock at night. And like, truth is, I was asleep, like dead to the world asleep at that point. But um, let's see what was said. Um, sub. Oh, okay. So he is uh, on episode two. I said, "LOL." What was said? Sub four. That's why he said. I said, what? "Well, I like how he brings up episode two. Like, yeah, you're right. This is the ep- for eight. This is only the eighth episode we've done. I don't remember everything. Yeah. Every like small detail that we made fun of Chad. Because I'm pretty sure we've done it in multiple there's, podcasts. There's probably multiple. Yeah. Um. I wish I could find where he was talking about the difference between. Oh man, I cannot find it. Oh, oh, oh. End of episode three. Uh, end of episode three. You sound a lot more comfortable. Flo sounds like a cheesy... Oh, he did call you that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, uh, Flo sounds like a cheesy strip club DJ up for, up to this point. I just uh, I just laughed at I him. don't know what that means. I, I don't know if he's talking about, like, obviously, I, I do the intro and I do all, like, yeah. the cheesy plug stuff, but it's like, we have to do that so you guys know where stuff is. By the way, you can find all of the show notes at <laughs> runningbeerandbs.com slash EP008. He did enjoy, so just to be nice, he did enjoy the Fathead reference. I mean, that dude loves him some Fatheads. Yeah. He made the point, though, that he thinks that Fatheads was uh, originated from Pittsburgh. So He would say that, being a Steelers fan. Yeah, well, he thinks everything great yeah, out of Pittsburgh. Shittsburg. Oh, Shittsburg. There you go. With Fatheads Brewery, he's saying, he's saying Pittsburgh. He says Pittsburgh's where it originated. I, I have no clue. Let's see. Fatheadsbeer.com. Let's uh there's gotta be an about section. One would hope. Oh, Mike's moving. About Middleburg. Da, 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 and then about after this, head. after this, we really probably should start yeah. talking about like legit. The story begins in the south side of Pittsburgh. God damn it. Why does Chad have to be right? Chad has to be right. We're deleting everything we talked about that says he was a cool person. And this podcast has been deleted. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we'll start over. Yeah, but yeah. That's uh, that was basically our week. That was a long, that was a long recap of the week. But thanks for hanging out here to the main topic of the day. And if you fast forwarded through all of that to get to this point, you welcome been, to the podcast. You, you missed some funny stuff. Yeah, you definitely want to go back and uh, listen to it hey, again. But I get it. You got to listen to some of them at one and a half. I hey, totally <laughs> cool. But at least listen to it at one I and a half. I, you don't really listen to the podcast at all. He's one of those. Artist, he's like, I can't listen to my creation. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just go with that. But usually I listen to podcasts at one and a half percent. We talk, or one and a half times, we talk way too fast for that. Because yeah. it just says like, <laughs> I'm just like, Was that Russian? Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> <laughs> Russia, not a sponsor of this not, podcast. That's yeah. I will be very clear. They're not. That's not not yet. They are not. <laughs> they are not a sponsor of this podcast. Uh, I want this thing to keep going. But today we are talking about race day nutrition. Um, we're kind of gonna really just stick on the ultra side, really for road racing for for marathons or, or half marathons. There's not too much nutrition you do. 
during the race, you have like your Gatorade and stuff like that. That's on the course. You'll have your gels or your waffles or whatever, but really, and this sounds so shitty. It's like when you're on a road for less than five hours, you, you don't, you need food, but your body can get through it. Yeah. Unless you're really like, unless you're one of those hardcore dudes who like redline it. If you redline a marathon, like yeah. oh, really go after yeah. it, like it's crazy watching. Like I love watching elites run by and they have their own water bottles. I'm oh like, yeah. Dude, that's gangster as shit. Did I tell you they did that in Berlin? Yeah, yeah. For like you, for, for, yeah, for anyone you for could the commoners. For the commoners, we were but, able to like put our own water bottles if somewhere you wanted to and then like grab them from a special table. I was like, ah, there's there's thirty thousand people here, I'm not doing this. But I mean, just imagine the level the level of dialed in the nutrition oh, is yeah. for the elites where it is custom made for them on their course. Like, I just think that's really cool. So yeah, but that's obviously not our audience because <laughs> I don't think, well, I mean, I guess they could oh, be we got some red line. I mean, can, if Ken Varian listens, you know, he red lines. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah, yeah, so I mean, not to say that nutrition is not important for road races, but we're really talking about like the eating of real foods and yeah. needing to make sure you're getting enough calories in to push you to the next next aid station or the next 10 miles or, or whatever it is. So and how to do it. Yeah. Like you're not just going to start eating. That will end poorly. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll end very badly. Um, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll just jump right into it. So, John, tell me, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about some. I don't know some just some tips we have for for the for the listeners as far as like trail running and like the aid so, sta- the aid station food not necessarily yeah. what you're gonna pack for yourself like being smart about aid station food. I mean, I think the big thing about aid station food is for the most part, I for the most part, most races have generally the same food, right? Like, I don't know that I've ever done an ultra, and there hasn't been PBJ. Right. I mean, that's true. You, you have your staples. Uh, Unless you do North Country 50 mile. <laughs> God, I hate that place. <laughs> stupid big ass metal. I'm just staring at I, that I, stupid metal. I, I think I think the, the big thing with nutrition is and it starts way, 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 way before the race. And we've even alluded to this yeah. before on uh, on another podcast where you've got to train your gut. You got it. Um I, I It'd be think, episode four for those looking back in the show. It's episode yeah. four. We talked a little bit about training. Yeah. I really think that um, every, every like long, long term ultra runner I've ever talked to, they who really dives deep into why ultras, you know, happen and, and, and why success happens, why it doesn't, the endocrine system gets absolutely crushed. Yeah. So if you don't train your body from the jump on what to, what it should expect, what it can handle and what it can't handle, it's it's not going to. It's more than likely not going to end well for you. So it goes back to on your training runs, you do need to pack real food. You need to set up drop points. You need to be able to fit it in your hydration vest. You need to do something like that and make sure that you have a PB and J sandwich that you're going to eat one every ten miles, or you're going to eat however often, or Somehow, some way, if you want to like make a run where you come back by your house, have some like uh, some ramen set up and um, eat, eat that. But you got to do things way before uh, before the race ever starts. So at your really cool races, your bigger ones, I don't expect 50 K's to have ramen necessarily. Yeah, I, I guess it really almost depends on how the 50 K set up. 
a 50, uh, probably like a 50k out west that's like super technical and it's going to take you eight nine hours and, and maybe if you're hitting the same aid station multiple times yeah maybe that's justifiable like maybe i could see them having ramen yeah a good example is like playing possum for example the way their aid stations are set up it would almost be weird to expect them to have to have ramen yeah. sometimes like there's just no but they like, still do have warm foods and stuff like do. that yeah yeah so um, that is probably one of my favorite things about Ultra Zell is is the warm foods. Like hashtag fat guy running. Like <laughs> I love rolling into an aid station. And I'm like, do you guys have ham and cheese? Well, you want that melted? Fuck yeah, I want that melted. You know, I like, got a press. What kind of a sandwich press? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So aid station food. You know, you're you're gonna have like. The candies, the Skittles, the, you know. And the, the cool thing is, is, like, some people are savory. Some people like the sweet. Some people, you know, but at the end of the day, um, oh, pickles. My God. Oh, uh, the pickles. Mark Carroll loves them pickles. Yeah, Mark Carroll just turned off this pie. <laughs> Mark Carroll just went to fuck one and a half. He just went to two. He and doesn't like, he's do. Like, he's like, skip. Yeah, I, wanna, skip I don't want to hear pickle, the word pickles anymore. Yeah, we just yeah. have to say pickles every 15 minutes um, now. So uh, my thing is, is. Just know what you're getting ready to, you know, eat and everything like that. Um, right, like John said, most most ultras are going to have similar type food, so they're going to have like PB and J. Most of them, longer than 50k, are probably going to have ramen or some sort of like soup, something warm there. Potatoes. Um, oh, pierogi. There was pierogies at uh, Hoshua Hills. I will tell you, uh, one of the biggest game changers I've ever had is the um, hallucination did a really good job of this. If anyone's going up to hell, Michigan for Woodstock race series, that's in September, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, yes, I know at least one person is going up there. He's going to go up and do the hundred. Yeah. Yep. And, um, the, I've remembered that they had boiled potatoes that they had cut up into halves. They Ooh. wouldn't even be cheap about it. They were putting halves out there, but then in front of the potatoes that were boiled, they had a, big huge plate of salt so you could just take that whole half potato and just dip the dip whole it. face in it and then eat that thing what's what were those things called that were like the weird sticks and you would just put them in like the crack cocaine sugar oh my uh uh, uh sticks uh was it? was it was it just called fun dip or was it fun dip that is exactly <laughs> what it was it was fun dip <laughs> that it was essentially they had turned potatoes into fun dip with salt it was Unbelievable, but so like a potato, I mean, you're getting that carbs, you're getting potassium, potassium. you're getting you're getting so much, and then the salt. I mean, duh, you're getting, right. you know, I am a huge fan of the boiled potatoes with salt at aid stations. Like that is, yeah, potatoes are definitely. Yeah, Hushwa Hills had they had potatoes, they had pierogies, they had uh, chicken noodle soup, which warm soup always yeah. feels really good. But yeah, training, having stuff ready like while you're training to do that is good. One to make sure you're prepping what like a similar race day situation, but it's also to see what your stomach can handle just because a PB and J or potatoes. We say potatoes are really good because of the carbs, potassium, and you know, then the salt and stuff like that, that it's really good for you in the run. If your stomach can't handle that, yeah. it's better to know that weeks and months Way. before rather than going, Hey, I see all of these other people yeah. eating potatoes. All the cool kids are doing yeah, Everyone's yeah. eating this. I'm going to eat these potatoes too. I, I will honestly say, so going back to, you know, what some people just can't handle really well. Um, I know a ton of people who only carry like organic, um, like the gel, like 
So here's the other thing. Going back to like, and we might be jumping around a little bit here on this, but because like stuff is just kind of flying in my head. When you do your nutrition, you need to do it more, especially for big, like 50 milers, 100 Ks, 100 milers. You need to do the nutrition more than just at the aid stations. Oh, for sure. Chad Hield has this like, he, I, he found it on the internet, I'm sure, but he had like this amazing source where he had, you could go and you could figure out how many calories you were burning per, at, at your body weight doing a pace at this amount, it would tell you how many calories you're burning. And and Chad nor I are dainty fellows. And it was some crazy amount of shit that of calories we were burning. So essentially there was no way we were ever going to stay even remotely close to a even an even calorie intake. Mm-hmm. So for me personally, what I have found that really, really works well for me is I go with Cliff brand um, gels, choose my favorite thing Cliff has though is under like Scott Jerk Direct. He has like pureed food. So it sounds really funky and it sounds really nasty, but it's usually something a little bit more savory, which works for me. It's like there's like a there's like a sweet potato with uh, sea salt in it. There's like a there's beets with carrot and something else in it. Um, there's a pizza one. There's all kinds of like really savory ones. Uh, there's a there's a mango banana with coconut in it. Is that the Cliff stuff? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for clearly you were over there Instagramming <laughs> pictures of me. <laughs> Is that what, did you already say Cliff? Said it as Cliff. <laughs> um, and it's Scott Jerk. So I, I have heard a, Scott Jerk. I didn't so hear Cliff. I have, again, we've talked about this. I have a huge man crush on Tequila. Scott Jerk. Tequila. Yeah, <laughs> I have a huge man crush on Scott Jerk. So essentially, if he walked up and told me that punching myself in the face a hundred times would 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 be successful for me, thanks Scott. I, I'm going to do it. So. Um, yeah, but so he has that, and he's, I mean, let's face it, if it works for Scott, I mean, crap, you know, why would you not try it? But anywho, he but, is, but it goes back to the same thing, is it, it works well, it for works, Scott, yeah, but it true. might not necessarily so work for what you. what I do is I try to take in 100 calories every 40 minutes. So whether I'm at an aid station or if I'm in the middle of the trail, wherever I'm at, every 40 minutes, I'm taking in at minimum 100 calories as much as my body can handle. And I, you know, so at the beginning of races, that might mean I can handle goose or I can handle, uh, and when I say goo, I'm using that term gener- generically. I'm not talking about goo. Gels brand. in I'm general. I'm gels. Um, so I'm taking in at least 100 calories toward the end of the runs. That is usually something way simpler. It usually boils down to like uh, orange slices or something like that where like minimal chewing is needed. Um, it will get to a point for me where when I'm trying to eat anything, I find myself needing to drink like half a bottle of water just mm. to break the food down. On that note, I am going to credit Lauren Craft or it was one of the two ladies from Birth Barf. Gluten free bread for your sandwiches. To help break it down easier? To help break it down. Huh. Because there's no gluten in it to bind it. Right. So they're like, yeah, we make all of our sandwiches with gluten or gluten free. So like it. It just disintegrates, so you still get everything mm-hmm. from the bread. I'm like, that's an interesting thought. So I haven't tested it, but that's a that's an interesting. Oh, do you have to buy gluten free bread? Yeah, yeah. John, so John said every 40 minutes he does stuff, and he tried getting me on that schedule because he was helping me really with my nutrition for 
the 50 North country, 50 miler trying to, you know, dial how I wanted to do that and how I want to attack it. And he told me, you know, this is what I do every 40 minutes. And early in the race, I found out that was, that was way too much for me. Like I just couldn't handle every 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So I bumped my watch cause I had just the timer on my watch and I bumped it to 50 minutes, but it was every 50 minutes I had, I went back and forth between a gel, uh, I was doing honey singer gels and honey singer waffles back and forth of those until I just stopped eating in general. Yeah. Um, but then like Don said, you also eat at the aid station. So you need to have like a regular schedule of food you're eating. And that extra food is literally just that it's just extra yeah. food because you're not going to be able to eat. You're not gonna be able to eat the amount of calories you're burning. Never. Especially when you have aid stations or five, six or, you know, or in Tahoe's case, 20 miles, 20 miles away yeah. from each other. So something else you just said that was really kind of, and, I, and and if I glossed over, it's really important to go back and make sure that you hit on it uh, early, early and often. Yes. Like you start eating, literally that timer starts when the clock starts. Yep. So it seems really goofy. Oh, I'm 50 minutes into, you know, a 27 hour race. Nope. You're, you're eating because you need to stay ahead of that hunger threshold. Um, for any medical people out there, my wife being a nurse, it's the same with pain management, right? Like, you don't, like, if you're in a hospital in severe pain, the nurses don't walk around and ask, uh, are, you, are you in, like, level nine pain right now? Great, we'll give you med. No, they're keeping you semi-doped up, <laughs> you know, so you're not, so it doesn't ever catch, you know, you want to stay ahead of that train. Right. You want to stay the best you can. At, at some point, you're going to get sour, right? You're going to get, like, you know, I know very, very few people that have like iron, I, I consider myself to have a pretty ironclad stomach. I can eat some really foul stuff, and even I, from time to time, get kind of sour. Um, going back to knowing what's at aid stations, if you ever get sour, I have come to find ginger ale is like gold. Like that stuff seems to take care of a lot of sour situations for me. Um, you heard Jonathan talking about eating Stinger and honey uh, brand and uh, Stinger honey brand and all that kind of stuff. I'm a Cliff guy. Uh, that's the other thing that's kind of weird. You really have to play with multiple brands yes. because they all make their stuff slightly different. And you would think you're like, all right, these are gels are all most yes. of them are packaged in like the standard packaging. Yeah. And they yeah. all look the same. But Honey Stinger is made with honey. So yeah. it's it's stickier and it's a little thicker. And it's hilarious. <laughs> you said that's why I don't like it. Cause it's this sticky. I just I like for something. There's something about me. Saturday on my run, there was a down tree we had to climb over. It was fresh down. I got a little bit of pine sap on. I shit you. Know, that fucked with my head for mm. like another ten miles because I like I just can't stand to have that stickiness on my right. hands. So, <laughs> uh, <sighs> giggity. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, sticky. Like so, honey. Like and I like it because it's it's organic. There's not a ton of right. sugar in it. That was ultimately what I was alluding to. Like, I like Cliff because it's organic. There's not a ton of fake stuff in it. People, and hey, if, you, if you're one of them, more power to you. I know people who are like live and die by like the Gatorade brand stuff. It's And it is like so much refined sugar. Yeah. Kudos to you. You must have like the most dumpster billy goat stomach ever. Yeah, like, I, I don't can't know how you handle. Um, I will say this. Uh, Erica Fiegel's who now lives out in beautiful Colorado, every time her and her wife post a picture, I get so engulfed in jealousy. Like, it is, their pictures they post on Facebook are beautiful, but they live out, she is a brand ambassador for, um, ooh, Scratch? 
No. That's hilarious because I just tried them today. Um, I think it is scratch. I will. The drink or the. So, well, I mean, it's it, they have multiple things. Oh, I was thinking a sword. That's what no, I was no, thinking no. of. It, it, uh, but um, so I had seen somewhere where she had said she was a. Yes, it is scratch. It's scratch nutrition. Uh, they have like drinks. They have like chews. And I want to. I think it's just drinks and chews. We'll have their information in the show notes. Um, <clears throat> oh, man, my throat. Got something caught there. We'll have all the information in the show notes so you can check out their products so as well. The cool thing about Scratch is she had told me that if you like kind of soury kind of foods, that one of them, I think it's the orange one, she said. They have energy, they have gels that are, gels that are orange flavored. She said it really tastes like a lot like a Sour Patch Kid. I'm like, oh, that, that might be kind of interesting. Yeah, that could be. Dead on. Huh. Dead on. So if you like kind of soury kind Where, of foods. Where'd you get them from? Just uh, any store has them? REI or? had them. Okay. REI. Uh, REI has a really good dude, selection of like everything you they need. Have like a, and they're kind of like weird. Like, like, like I don't, I've personally never heard of Scratch until, no. until Erica had brought it up. So I've never even really heard of it. Turned out they have, they have the, they have the powder mix and they had the chews there. Of course they do. Yeah. So, so John talking about the ambassador stuff, full disclosure, I am actually an ambassador for Honey Stinger. <laughs> so, but I really, really do love their products. I used to, I started off when I started off running, I was a big power gel person or power, is it power yes. bar? No, power, well. It's power bar is the name of the company, but they have power the, gel, power gel yeah. their gels. Yeah. Cause they start off as a protein bar company. Right. Yeah. But like eating those, like the weird thing with power gel. So talking about like the different consistencies with everything, power gel is literally like liquid and it's oh, like, that's right. It's yeah. like way too runny. So I was like, all right, I need something like, I didn't feel like I was getting any substance out of it. So then I went to goo cause that's the, the goo brand. And then that's way too thick. Yeah. Like that's, you're just chewing, especially on like a cold run. It doesn't thaw out and you're literally gnawing on what it feels like. It's their blocks when yeah. it's not their blocks. That. That is kind of funny that you say that about how hard that uh, how hard their gels get their chews get. Uh, I I bought two packs of the scratch, um, okay. two different flavors. The, so this is just me being kind of like a like a weird neurotic kind of person. There are ten pieces per a pouch. Okay. Well, ten of them is one hundred sixty calories ballpark. So five of them are like one eighty, I believe. My idea is a serving is five of them, right? 80, ballpark, close enough to 100. Yeah. Eh, you know, um, I don't like the fact that like the packages aren't resealable. Like it's all, oh. so like you have to like roll it up kind of nice and neat. But so that's kind of weird. Like uh, it, that's, that is strictly a me issue yeah. more than likely probably. Um, so Cause most of them have the cliff blocks are resealable and powered power bars blocks are also, they're, uh, they're like, they have like, they're yeah, almost like not, gusher. That's not resealable. Cliff comes in oh, like that, six. Also, oh, that's the bar. Two. That's a two yeah. bar looking thing. You're right, right. But, yeah, but power gels is. Yeah. Um. So that's true. So I guess Cliff does it. All right. So I'll stop banging on. I scratch about that. Yeah. The one thing, though, and this holds true for all the chews. I ran it Saturday when it, when it was still really cold out. I pulled that stuff out to eat a couple of them, and they were like cinder blocks. Oh. All these things were hard. They turned into Jolly Ranchers, essentially, <laughs> which is kind of nice. I know. I know. Well, you got a Sour Patch Kid Jolly Rancher. Yeah. Yeah. At um, that point. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess it's just a slow release on the 100 calories. Yeah, I guess. I know for a fact we have one badass ultra runner that doesn't handle nutrition really well late in runs, and he gets by on 
um, Jolly Ranchers. Really? Literally, just like, huh? he'll get to 60 miles probably, and it is essentially nothing more than Jolly Ranchers. Wow. Now, it is like literally Jolly Ranchers gone, another one goes in his mouth. Right. So God only knows what his dental bill is like. <laughs> but, it, I mean, so he gets by on it, so. Huh. Yeah, that's uh, it's just it's so weird because you know we talk about all these little these brands, these specific products, but you really have to find out what works for you. So head to REI if you're in the the Central High Area. Head to Columbus Running Company. They have a they have your major brand stuff. They're gonna have your Cliff, your glue, your Goo, your Honey Stinger. Um, oh, oh my God! I don't know what I think I looked over one of your medals and I think I saw a pig or something like that. It made me remember it. Yeah, we are we have. We almost did a huge disservice and not mentioned the greatest piece of nutrition in trail running. Oh, I I was is, I was wondering where you were going with this. That is embarrassing. Until right there. I'm actually a little embarrassed that we Well we haven't we haven't really gotten to that. We've been sitting with the gels. <sighs> this will be our transition into some favorite more foods. Yeah, some more so favorite let's foods. Let's go into favorite foods of trail running yeah. and nutrition. Let's just start off right at the apex. Yeah, we're both on the top here. We're, we're Coming in at number one, ladies and gentlemen. Where's it? Bacon. Oh, you get, it's there's bacon. there really is nothing better. God. The only thing I would say is up there as well for me is pickles when yes. I need them. But as yes. far as like, if I need something in my stomach for some calorie, like some oh, good calories, God. pickles are going to help me when my muscles don't want to work anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just for like something delicious oh. to eat. And it, and for the most part, bacon it, it, if prepared well enough, because like there is those two trains of thought on bacon, like right. where it's like fat and chewy. I will tell you that's might maybe not the best option. Probably not. Um, so somewhere just below well done is where bacon lives perfectly in in ultra running. And I'm oh my god, Jamie Burrier when he was training for Mo last year, he was no shit going through a pound of bacon. On training runs, I, th- I mean, it was nuts. He, he would, would have, have that would all he would have in his vest vest would he, be he would bags yeah, of bacon. Yeah, he was doing, he was doing 25, 27 mile training runs. Yep, solely on the back of bacon yep. and water. Uh, it's it is bacon is one of those weird. Oh God, it's so it's just good. so delicious. So you good. you brought so. up the the water, and I for, forgot I did want to bring up any sort of um liquid nutrition as well i used tailwind for a while i liked tailwind other than their claims of yes it was easy to digest i didn't have any like stomach problems with it i don't feel like i could do an entire race on tailwind alone i am wildly impressed by the people who can't i i i feel like i've heard stories of people doing whole and and, and like that well that's like their whole that's their whole advertisement campaign is you don't need anything else this is 100 calories per serving and you get two servings in a 20 ounce or 24 ounce bottle so your normal the bottles we hold in the vest would basically hold you until you need to refill it again but you that means you need to drink a shit ton of liquid ton so like i have i've tried it to drink the amount that they're saying like so okay so they're saying in a twenty ounce bottle there's a hundred calories, right? Right. That no, it's there's two hundred. There's two servings in it. Yeah, so two hundred and twenty. So, so ounce I need to drink twenty ounces of water with their product in it every hour, just a little over every hour, about right. every hour and a half. Right. About every hour and a half. So one, that's crazy expensive because their shit is expensive. Yeah. That's one. Two. Because not only are you getting your calories from it, you're also getting electrolytes and you're taking in all that fluid. I swell up 
like state puff with yeah. that stuff. Like my fingers, I have, I look like I have fuck Vienna sausages. <laughs> I look like I brought worse on the end of my hands when I drink that stuff. But I will admit, I like it more for. I like it in lieu of like Gatorade or yes. Powerade or some or Heed. I, <clears throat> I know a lot of people don't like Heed. I love Heed. I'm not a big Heed. Fan. I love Heed. I would take Heed a billion times before I took Gatorade. Yeah. Um. So I I will use Tailwind in lieu of Heed or anything like that and use it more for my electrolytes and right and and some supplemental calories. Uh, but to drink it to the point where they say to drink it is... That's just... It's just so much. I know that they claim that you don't need anything else. And I know that they have some, like, some like elites that, right. that claim that that's all they use. Well, I, I wonder if... It, I would it, like to they, meet a normal person. Well, they could... <clears throat> like, physically-wise, it may... You may get the proper nutrients, and it may give you everything you need. But f- for fat kids like us, yeah. we have to... Like the, the act of actually getting something in my yeah. stomach, like yeah. something solid yep. in my yep. stomach, I think it could just be a mental game for yeah. us. Like I don't feel like I'm full. My body can have all of the nutrients yeah. it needs. Yeah. I mean, in mental aspect of ultra running is a whole. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother thing. Podcast number three. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to. I didn't want to skip over the liquid part. But fair foods, bacon's definitely up there. Bacon. Pickles. Uh, pickles are up there for for purpose kind of things. What are some like? What's like the most random thing you've seen? See, oh, random. Like just like out there. I don't know if I've seen. You know where? Where did we do the run? Somewhere I did a run, and they had, and I it just blew my mind. Cause I couldn't even fathom putting it in my mouth. They had creamy potato soup, potato cream uh, potato cream soup. Why? And I thought that's odd. Like I get the potato, and it had a little bit of bacon in it. Yeah, but the cream. But the cream. I was like, oh my god! I like it. Just like all I could see is that curdling. And like, <laughs> uh, and like it just like it absolutely freaked me out. So that's I would weird. say that's the that's the most off the wall. I will admit, before I got hip to avocados, and I really started loving avocados before I really like had avocados value built into me. I used to think avocado was just bizarre to have at aid stations. Now I realize that no, it's, avocado. It's amazing. Avocado actually comes in at number three for me. Uh, avocado is pretty good. Yeah, avocado is at the aid station. Yeah, though. it is phenomenal. Um, grilled cheese sandwiches is yeah. is number four. Like I love me a grilled cheese, and then if you throw like bacon and or ham or tomatoes or right. anything, that that only enhances said grilled cheese. But See, uh, I can't do. I wouldn't be able to do a tomato on the sandwich. I can't even do oranges. And I don't know what it is like of fruits like, and I have this on road races because road races that's like all that's they ever all have I is have. orange yeah. slices and bananas, and bananas don't really sit well with me mid run. Oranges, I get all sorts of stomach problems anytime I have anything citrusy. I'd say, is it the acid? I'm thinking so. Doesn't ba- but it's like going back to bananas not sitting well with you stomach wise. I there is something that bananas trigger a GI reaction because I've, so. I've, I've actually that I don't know if they're high in fiber. I don't know about that, but. I've actually heard like, yeah, don't eat bananas. Like that yeah. would be bad. I don't. I I don't know what. It, I mean, but most people say like you want to eat bananas for the potassium and that sort of thing. And before it's an after the fact thing, or like well before. Right, like, but I can't. I don't know what it is. Like I can have bananas in things, but like just sitting there and eating a banana, I don't know. Doesn't they're like weird. Me. Like you're a runner, you like bananas. I'm like not uh, really. Uh, yeah, I have been to some aid station that they have like a. Uh, I've been in aid stations. They have like Fireball. And or beer Gosh. set up, and uh, I've heard I've I've had 
Fireball. Yeah, I um. Oh shoot. Um. Old school. Uh, from up around Mohican. Uh, badass has like over like has like sixty nine some hundred mile finishes. God, why is his name slip in my mind? Uh, Canterbury, Dick okay, Canterbury. Yeah, yeah. I believe Dick Canterbury has been known to have a beer or two. <laughs> Fireball. I do believe Dick Canterbury has been known to have a beer or two. That's just I mean, a beer. And, uh, so I mean, there's carbs. There's but but it all yeah, it all comes. The thing is, like, if your stomach can handle that. I mean, I'm on. Ugh. I do this. What's the name? Is it just the the something rules? The new rules of marathon training and nutrition, or what's that called? Yes, the new rules of marathon and half marathon nutrition. My buddy, uh, Dr. Mike had, had given me that book and a little bit about it talking about like how to prep for race, like leading up to race and then kind of like the, how much calories you eat during, during the race and that sort of thing. Have no idea where I was going with this. Oh, the pre-race meals is I've changed the way I eat pre-race cause I had all of these GI issues like during race day yeah. and we accounted it to what I ate before races. So yeah. I try to eat a little better before races, you know, like I'm, you know, eating like 700, 800 grams of carbs the day before a race, like just crazy carb loading. But then you have people like, like Baxendale where homeboy eats like half a large pizza and, and two and beers beer. right, and, beer. and like a beer or two. And then it's like, all right. And I'm good. And like, no, he doesn't have the stomach yeah. issues. He doesn't have it. If I did that, I, I'd be in a porta potty the entire time. Oh, Dude, I'd hit every single one of them. It'd be every ridiculous. Single- uh, this year before uh, Columbus, I'm going to take that. I'm going to implement that. Yeah, it, that it's a, it's a very good book. I'll have a link uh, to that book in the show notes. I haven't read all of it just because it's like 300 pages and <laughs> the words are small. And, <laughs> there's no and pictures. There's no pictures. <laughs> Yeah, I can do I can do a three hundred page book if there's like two hundred ninety six pictures, <laughs> pages of pages pictures. of pictures, not pictures. Yeah. Like, unless a picture of yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> minimal reading. So, yeah. um, I think I think at the end of the day, the trick with nutrition is it's and this is the most unsatisfying thing ever probably to hear from people when you're like looking for advice. It's it's trial and error. You just gotta find what works for you. And stick with it. If that works for you, great example. Uh, Scott Love, by the way, if he listens or if his wife Amy listens, both people, huge, huge, uh, great runners, um, super awesome people. Uh, Scott's going through a little bit of a rough time right now. He's yeah. got some well, Scott. crazy stuff. I uh, hope he feels better. I'm going to go check him out, make sure he's doing good. But what I was ultimately alluding to, Scott – this dude doesn't even stop at aid stations. Does not stop at aid stations. Really? He had a horrible experience out in Arizona. Caught like some sort of like bizarre, like starts with an R and like goes for like multiple syllables, like <laughs> like <laughs> stuff. And because of that experience, he literally carries all his own food in his in his vest. Wow. His his hydration vest is like a fucking rucksack. I mean, that thing must weigh 30, 40 pounds. It's insane how heavy his backpack, his his hydration vest is. He carries multiple sandwiches. He carries burritos. He carries really all, all kinds of shit. And there, he doesn't even he carries enough water. Plus, he carries like a, a water bladder. He carries multiple water bottles. He doesn't take shit from an aid station because of one bad experience. You know what? It works for him. Yeah. And and so it goes back. You know, if you just trial and error. 
find what works for you and by all means stick with it. Don't let some person who you perceive having more, you know, talk you out of changing it or I cat, you know, um, just do you. And that is going to be the best key to success more than likely. Yeah, I couldn't say it any better. Um, so I hope you enjoyed our little talk about nutrition. John, John summed it up right there. Um, you, you do you. Do you, bruh. <laughs> bruh. You do you. Uh, some, some cool stuff that's happened in the area. If you're listening to this, uh, the Arnold Classic's over. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, because runners and meatheads. Yeah. You know, why not? Uh, I, I wonder how many, guy, uh, how many people do go down and do that, uh, what, the, the pump and run or whatever it is. Oh yeah, that is down there. I wonder who went. I wonder if like runners generally Dude, win that. All, it's got to be all meatheads, or or somehow like meatheads just rack out so many reps that they like still manage to like get across offset the, the yeah five k. I love seeing those guys in the gym. Ah, oh, dude, there's some big bastard. I mean, and it's just like, hey, hey, your legs need work too, bro. Yeah, yeah, like look, legs are a muscle. There's a, there's a guy who goes to the Y that when I left he's in there a lot of times and, and just he is he is really truly what oh. yeah he is the nicest dude like he his workouts take forever because he stops and talks to multiple people gives pointers gives advice he literally looks like a cloud on two legs like oh, yeah. he is like just wide I, seriously homeboy is probably half as wide as he is tall wow just a month and then he has like a super baby face <laughs> there's a cloud cartoon that he reminds me of that i've never i haven't done enough research to find it but just big cat i got <laughs> like, just big. he's a big dude oh yeah so the arnold classic was this past weekend in columbus i didn't really have too much experience with it i've never been because it's just not my cup of tea it's just not my thing plug in crc again because you know clearly they need our help yeah they have a couple of really cool uh demo runs coming up they have like oh yeah they have like new balance coming in they have hoka coming in their demo runs are really cool if you've never been to a crc if you've never been to a crc period go if you've never been to one of their training runs i highly highly recommend it and then especially a great time to do it is their demo run days because they have like they have like multiple of every size and like three different types of yeah. shoes. And it's just like, yeah, put these on and enjoy your trail or, or yeah. enjoy your run. Go, go run two miles. And, and you're like, shoot. I don't like this. Go get a different one and do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's great. So they have, like, I just saw they have like, like I said, they have Hoka coming in. They have, um, they've had new balance a few times. Yeah. They, yeah. They have. And then the Hoka guy, he is, I feel like he's pretty well known here in Columbus, because he is often there also. I see him quite a bit. I think his name. That's the one we saw that one um, day we were at the one of those runs we did yep, over there. And oddly enough, I think his name, I kid you not, I believe his name is also John. Of course it is. So all the cool kids named. Everyone. Uh, John, Jonathan, Johnny. <laughs> well, we met at, at uh, Zaftig. Zaftig, yeah. The uh, Dr. Sexton with Delaware Dental. I'll, just, yeah. I'll call him out because they're a sponsor of the race. But his name is John. His dad's name is John. Yeah. And then we're introducing everyone. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm John and I'm Jonathan. And they're like, well, that's, that's very simple. We yeah. can figure out everyone's name. So, so I just went ahead and pulled it up real fast. Um, Columbus's CRC uh, for, their, for their thing is on March 10th, it's New Balance. That's at the Westerville office. On the 17th of Saucony, uh, which is St. Patty's Day, it's obviously in the Dublin uh, store. And then the 24th is Hoka, which, you know, is my go-to. 
And that is, again, up in the Dublin uh, branch. So West Rural, Dublin, Dublin. Yeah. So, and, and But like Jonathan said, they are awesome because they just don't care what you do with the shoes. No, they want you to beat them up. They want yeah. you to be like, hey, does this not feel right in a certain area? Because they actually take their, what, what do they call their reps there? I, I mean, they're, they're, they're regional sales reps. Yeah. They cover, they cover like multiple states per se. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, they'll take your comments and stuff like that. And they'll actually take it back to the design teams and be like, Hey, we went around and so many percentage of people said yeah. it rubbed them wrong right here on the side of their heel. I'm like, all right, we need to redesign this in a way for the next version. I think maybe the most important thing we need to get to on today's podcast though, is we need to give a shout out to maybe uh, maybe the greatest review I've ever <laughs> read in my life. Like I don't get me wrong. I need to pull up the full text of it. I don't get don't get me wrong. All of our reviews, we love them. We, we love them. We read we every appreciate single one of them. them. And and we uh we like he said we read you know he reads it, I read it. Uh at minimum it's getting some sort of reaction. Uh some of them get comments, but they all at minimum have gotten like like the like on it or something yeah. like that. We have acknowledged every single one of them. I want to take the extra second, though, to fully recognize the one, the only, Dom Morris for this amazing review. And here it is. Here's the review. Love this podcast. Not a lot of dick measuring. <laughs> These guys are funny, and it's a good listen while running. I I got this text. So he left the review early in the morning because I was on my way to work and the little notification I wasn't texting and driving what <laughs> but the notification came up on my phone and all I saw was love this podcast not a lot of dick measuring <laughs> like and then dot 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 to see the rest of it I'm like I literally just screenshot just that sent it over to John via carplay and not texting and I was like I have to read the rest of this review when I get to work because I don't know where this is going to go <laughs> It was. It was uh, honestly, like I, I laughed really hard at that at that review. That was like I was like, that is. I'll say, uh, just a an insight. The reason there's not a lot of dick measuring is because ooh, we're just not badass enough to. Yeah, yeah that's like, that's really. <laughs> why would we talk about ourselves when there's so many more badass yeah, people to yeah, talk like, about? Like, there's just nothing a whole lot to brag about. Yeah. So. Um, I, so, I made a comment though. I joked around. I'm like, I'm like, damn, now we have to change the podcast idea. Cause yeah. the rulers just came just in. Got the rulers in. <laughs> so, um, so Jonathan doesn't know this about, so we share notes about, right. right like we, we both have iPhones. So we share, do the uh, notes and we share so we can see each other's edits and whatnot like that. So he had put a note on there to, uh, give a good review and we will share on podcast. Great idea. We just did that. What he doesn't realize, and I don't know if he's seen that he's reading the note right oh, now. Oh, I just read it right now. Like, oh, I, gosh. I updated it late. Here is my idea. And, okay. and this will take a little while time to implement, but this is what I want to do. All right. I want to. I'm scared. <laughs> I want to do this. Every week, we will pick out the best review from that week. Okay. And we'll send that person uh, like a sticker, like a podcast sticker or we'll send them like a podcast t-shirt or whatever we decide to make up. Yeah. We'll send them one as a, at a boy or okay. at a girl or at a girl. Okay. At a person. At a person. For a awesome review. So did you see, the, have you been to hot chicken takeover in Clintonville? I, I mean, Ran, random, but not recently. I think it's been a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the restroom sign? 
Uh, I don't think so. I don't it's, this is a restroom. Anyone can use it. That's awesome. There's two restrooms, and they're just not male or female. It's just uh, that's another, but not to get political, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. add a person. Yeah. So um, I, 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 I'm more partial stickers. I'm a sticker whore. At this point, I feel like we should get podcast stickers made up. We probably should. And then just like litter all of Delaware with them. <laughs> so, but what I think would be cool Throw, is throwing up gang signs, just like <laughs> like this is our territory, market our territory, yeah. and then piss on the corner. Um, <laughs> we I, already do that. I want to I want to get stickers made right, and then from you know Tuesday to Tuesday, or well Sunday to Sunday would make the most sense, I guess. From Sunday to Sunday, anyone in that frame who posts them will read them all. And then he and I will decide who has the best one of all the new ones that post in that weekly time frame. And then we'll notify the winner via podcast. So, hey, who this this is who wins the, this week's. And then we'll slide up in their DMs. Yeah, we'll slide up in the DMs. What, what I would, I guess, with that. So where the reviews we're talking about currently are on Facebook. The reviews on Apple Podcasts and the other things, we don't get notifications for and they don't show it to us like in... So there's like not to get behind the scenes. There's some like podcast shit that I have to look at to, to post everything and do that. I don't see all the reviews there, so I can't see everything there. We do appreciate the reviews on iTunes, but some of them get hidden from us from to actually see all of them. I know you guys are leaving them. Really? We it's just it only shows a couple of them to us. Like I think if I went on iTunes, I'd probably be able to see all of them. Okay not easily it's it's yeah. a pain in the ass so if you leave a view leave a review on your podcast platform just literally copy and paste it and throw it on facebook and that that's how we would see it um that's the easiest place for us to see them and the easiest place for we to know who left the review because you know what are the names that we have on the reviews that one review yeah it's just like the names are like the most random names are like just characters pressed on a keyboard so, and it's like i don't so, know who to, to to reach out to only because you brought up itunes i just <laughs> i just went on and i knew this one existed i've read this review in the past on itunes itself I don't know that I've ever slid over and checked the username. So just to show how random the usernames are on iTunes, the username on this particular review is Cheese Nuts. Okay. <laughs> here is here is the opening sentence of Cheese Nuts review. This podcast is exactly how most of us trail folk talk during some long miles. And I'm talking like because like they have this funky feature where yeah, you have, you have to, like to drag scroll it over. It's just so funny though how how most of us trail folk talk during some long miles. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that that cheese nuts, cheese nuts. So yeah, so so it's hard for us to to see that on iTunes, but we definitely appreciate it on iTunes because it helps other people uh, or Apple Podcasts rather. It helps other people find the podcast, so we do appreciate yeah. that. But maybe we'll do some sort of giveaway on the. Um, uh, on Facebook for the reviews there. So, uh, Don will, will definitely get you out something once we create it. <laughs> I guess John just, John just opened up our budget. Yeah. yeah. Our budget of $0 now became something. I mean, how our minuscule stickers are. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know I how don't much know. they are, but yeah, so we'll definitely do something like that. I think that's a great idea. I didn't even see that note see. in there uh, until I, you just said that. I posted that note. Like I, as I'm walking down to the house to do the recording, like, this will be hilarious. Yeah, this will be funny. <laughs> We're just going to do this. I'm just going to bring this idea up and Jonathan's going to have no idea what I'm talking about. But, uh, but with everything here, I hope you enjoyed this random episode. We had a little bit of nutrition, a little bit of banter. I mean, like I said before, you guys are here for the BS. You're not here for any of the running stuff. A little bit of the beer stuff, just to see what we're drinking, but you're here for the BS and the, the good times. That's what we want it to be about. 
please reach out to us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at run beer and BS. Uh, give us your beer recommendations, topic ideas, share some training pictures, you know, just, just, uh, talk back with us. We, we love having some conversation. We're trying to stay up on Facebook and have those conversations back, uh, back and forth in the comment thread. So we really do appreciate that. John's kind of in control of most of our social stuff, but we see it. So we definitely comment back and forth and we try to leave our names it, it, depending on who's commenting back. So you know who to yell out. If flows flows better about putting his name on there. Yeah. So if there, if there's a name on it, it's more than likely me. Yeah. If it's not, it's yeah. probably John. 90% of the time, if there's no name, it's me. Yeah. If there's a name, uh, well, I'm not doing Flo's name on shit. Yeah. So. Oh, <laughs> and, until we start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Reach out to us on social media. We really do like the, the back and forth conversation. Um, if you have not subscribed to this podcast, we'd love if you would. Most of our listeners are subscribed. There are a little few percentage wise that are not. If I could see you, I would call you out, but I can't. So, you know. <laughs> That's how that works. But subscribe to the podcast, review the podcast on your favorite podcast platform, as well as on Facebook, if you could. Like we said, we're going to start reading out our favorites. And, you know, be creative. We want to see uh, we want to see some creative stuff. Don't just just banter on just because you just say stupid shit doesn't mean it's going to be our favorite. It might be. <laughs> we're not we're not not child ch- children. Yeah. Beer. Um but yeah, that's uh, that's really all I had on my side. John, you got anything else for him? Uh, Rancid Goat just posted something that he got from Arnold Expo. Speaking of interesting uh, swag and or uh, nutrition, he, <laughs> he got, I just saw this because we didn't <laughs> finish. He got it from the Arnold. It's from a company called Pro Lab. It's horny goat weed. What it is, is it? It is a dietary supplement. Oh, yeah. So there's that dietary supplement, too. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny. I love fucking goat, man. Goat cracks Goat's the best. Goat's the best. It is a, it's a vascular energy libido. It's, it's what it's like. So maybe not really great for running time, but... uh. Hey, Andrea. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. That's a little heads up for you, Andrea. <laughs> Hope you listen Tuesday because something's <laughs> happening Wednesday. Um, so no, I no got, at this point it would have already happened. Yeah, poor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's happening. Um, As they're listening to it, do you think? Uh, I hope not. I don't want to think. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, that ends that ends this week. Yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in, guys. We will see you guys next week. Peace.